Women all over the world are championing environmental initiatives, activating change and nurturing our environment like one of their own brood. Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose are celebrating women across Marlborough, New Zealand, who are leading our community as environmental guardians. Our podcasts are full of action-oriented takeaways, so be sure to have your journal as we delve into their stories and celebrate their passions. Welcome to Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose. I'm Catherine Vandermeulen and joining me on today's podcast is Ailey Suzuki, General Manager of EnviroHub. In this series, we are celebrating women who are environmental guardians and leaders, leaders in Marlborough who are actively creating positive environmental impact through their work, community projects or passion projects. How are you, Ailey? I'm great. Thank you for having me. So always starting with a big question, who is Ailey Suzuki? <laughs> it's quite a loaded question. <laughs> um, oh, to summarise, I was I'm, come from a very multicultural background. Um, I was born in Japan, mostly raised in Australia, um, loved to travel, have been to many places, but ultimately ended up here in New Zealand and sort of fell in love with the lifestyle here. Um, I feel like I've always been um, very passionate and um, very into the zoological sciences. Um, I was a terrible athlete, but even in high school, opted to go for the health and PE subjects because I knew that would give me more outside time. Um, so, yeah, just, just someone who who loves the natural world um, and all the beautiful wonders within it. I ended up studying zoology at university and would often cop a bit of flack um, saying, oh, what are you going to be a zookeeper? And then, you know, retorting back saying, well, that's not necessarily what I'm going to become. And then I became a zookeeper. So <laughs> um, I ended up working in captive animal management for a while back in Australia, um, but always felt drawn back to seeing these beautiful creatures out where they where they belong um, I've been heavily involved in a lot of education so I can really see the merits and the need for captive animal institutions especially if it's done correctly and it's come leaps and bounds in the last sort of even last 20 30 years uh, but coming to New Zealand it was really exciting to see just how easily it was to get involved in hands-on conservation, um, so many volunteer groups, um, so many community groups. And coming to Picton, it was, um, I kind of fell into it. It really fit into who I was in terms of loving the outdoors, loving the natural world, wanting to protect it, and how easy it was, especially compared to other places I'd been, to get involved. Um, and I guess that kind of stems into how I got involved into EnviroHub Marlborough <laughs> and, uh, and ended up in Picton um, was I was invited to uh, work in ecotourism initially and then just started to volunteer in a number of areas and was lucky enough to start working with um, the Rowi Kiwi Operation Nest Egg Project um, with the Predator Free Islands based here in the Queen Charlotte Sound. Um, so, yeah, I think that really kind of defines finds in a way who I am is um, yeah just the, the love of the outdoors the love of um, the natural world and the the beautiful species that are within it uh, I still get really excited I used to take a lot of eco tours um, and be the guide so I've been a ranger I've been a guide um, and uh, an educator uh, all sorts of different roles um, but mostly working with the public and um, mostly I would get more excited than than the public even though I go out there and see it every day <laughs> so that kind of I guess yeah hopefully answers the question a little bit 
So you've shared more about what were your, what was your call to adventure to doing the work that you're doing now. And that obviously comes through in the background and your journey to now. Tell us more about EnviroHub Marlborough. What are the big things that you are focused on through your work? Uh, so EnviroHub Marlborough is a Marlborough-based environmental organisation. We're still small at the moment, but we are growing. And um, our ultimate goal is to um, assist and inspire and support uh, the environmental journeys that everyone in our community are on um, in various ways. So we, we do this through four main core areas. Uh, we work with uh, Conservation Kids New Zealand is our family and um, child and youth um, part or component of EnviroHub Marlborough, we run events. So obviously there's that educational component, but also to get people inspired and passionate about protecting our natural world, especially at a younger age. Um, EnviroHub actually started as Conservation Kids New Zealand, and then we realised we could be doing so much more. And so we've actually flipped and EnviroHub Marlborough is the umbrella and Conservation Kids now comes under that. Uh, we work, uh, another area is zero waste. So you may have, if you've been in Marlborough, seen our zero waste dishwasher trailer out at events recently uh, we work with the community to um, attempt to make events as zero waste as possible by replacing um, those single-use disposable items uh, with reusable plates cups and bowls etc and we um, literally wash them on site at the event and provide uh, sort of that circular economy as opposed to use an item for 10 seconds and then throw away and it going straight to landfill uh, sustainable communities. So we work with the community providing items that might be difficult uh, to attain um, through a fun our fundraising shop. But we also um, are currently working towards um, creating a community garden. So projects like that where we're working directly with the community. And of course, marine uh, conservation, which is very close to most of our huts um, being right on the coastline here. In fact, Marlborough has about one fifth of entire of New Zealand's coastline locked in here in the Marlborough Sounds so it made a lot of sense for us to be working in this space. Currently we're doing a lot with the Sustainable Coastlines Litter Intelligence Project and we're trying to expand that. So we work in a lot of different areas uh, in, in the environment and conservation but very grassroots and very community orientated. And so out of all of that what is one thing that you are most passionate about and being Oh, that's a tricky question. <laughs> I think um, physically being a part of the solution. So well, it's very easy and it's very difficult to ignore all the problems that have been created um, either through unsustainable practices in the past or what are currently going on today. So to actively be a part of the change for the better, um, sort of opening people's eyes to not just the problem, but what they can do, even if it's something very small. So educating and inspiring others um, to, to really care and to be a part of the solution as well is probably the biggest thing um, that I'm most passionate about um, and that we feel like we're really attaining through the operations of EnviroHub Marlborough. And why is it so important for all of us to take leadership on the environment and really protecting our beloved environment? Um, without it, we don't really have a future, um, and obviously neither do our, our little, the next generation, so our children and their children's children. Um, I think we need to take uh, more responsibility for our actions. 
especially now that it's really hard to, we have the knowledge, we know we're creating problems, we know we're not living in a very sustainable manner. It's a very linear economy that we're currently in. And we do have um, the power and the technology to understand our impacts currently and we do have the solutions to do this better it might not be the most financially attractive it might not be the most um, easy process but we can definitely um, do things better and this doesn't have to be overly complicated little steps can make a huge difference if we all do it together so I think one of the big uh, messages at Enviro Hub Marlborough that we like to share is that especially in our zero waste space, for example, it doesn't take a few people doing it perfectly. It's going to take millions of us, so all of us doing it imperfectly. And then it really is going to make a difference. It's going to make a change. So, um, yeah, definitely for the next generation and for our own futures as well. Like the rate that we're going at the moment with some of our really unsustainable practices, um, we're going to see, we are already seeing um, the impact that that's happening. happening. So, um, yeah, I think we need to step up and take responsibility and take action. Well, I am planning to live until I'm at least 100. So I've got a few (laughs) more years in me that I need to protect my future as well and my health and my well-being. Absolutely. And and especially here in New Zealand, like we pride ourselves on our outdoors. Kiwis definitely know how to do the outdoors properly. And if we're destroying that, then we're actually, yeah, we're not, we're not protecting what we enjoy and love most about this country. So it's definitely, it's not just a, um yes it is a global issue but it's our own issue here in our own backyards as well yeah absolutely so what have been some of the key learnings that have kind of changed your perspective over the years that have made you think differently about this space um I'm finding that it's really interesting the different perspectives that people have um, and that it's really important to take each and every one of those on board as well. Like we might have our own views on how things need to be fixed or how things should be. And um, we also find that change really isn't easy. There, there is often a lot of pushback. Um, even I think that's just human nature. Uh, so definitely one of the things um, that's changed our well, my perspective along the way would be just knowing that forcing your own opinion or your own beliefs is definitely not the way forward um, you can't force someone to change their minds but you can um, I guess lead by example but also take other people's perspectives into account and then see, see how you can find a mutual I guess um, solution or push back push forward so, yeah, I think that, that's the biggest thing. So, we, for example, I'll be out in the sounds and someone might have been there way longer than I have over the last 20, 30 years doing the same thing over and over. And if I suddenly come barreling and saying, hey, you can't do that for X, Y, Z reason, um, the, the immediate response is quite defensive. Oh, but I've been doing this for 20 years. So it's about sort of working with the community in the right way. And um, that's definitely something that's been a, a, an interesting learning curve along the way. And so what's been the proudest moment for you on this journey? I don't know if I can really pin a single one down, Um but just looking back and reflecting on how far our little team has come with the help um, of both the Picton and the Marlborough uh, community has been amazing. So um, 
I think most recently when we went through the, we were nominated as a part of the Cawthron Awards and as a part of the process, we were interviewed and it was a really wonderful self-reflection. And I felt really proud of how far we'd come. Um, it's You kind of get lost in, in the processes and, and what you do in the day to day, but every now and then to stop and actually go back and go, hey, we're only a little team, but we've really done a lot and we've touched a lot of people and more people are jumping on board. And, um, and that sort of was a real proud moment, <laughs> at least personally. And uh, another moment, actually, now that I think of it, um, we launched our zero waste dishwashing trailer last October. And since then, we've had um, people from all over um, uh, New Zealand, but also as far as Australia, reach out to us asking us about it, which was really cool. But I think the icing on the cake was uh, when someone from Hawaii reached out to us asking us about our trailer and how it worked and how much it cost and how they could do something similar over there. So the fact that what we're doing all the way over here in, in Marlborough is reaching as far as Hawaii was, was a real great moment. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think the collaborations and the relationships that we're building with other organisations and individuals within our community um, has, been, has been amazing. It's opened up so many doors, um, including uh, the relationship that we've been building with you, Kath. <laughs> yeah, we have loved our journey with Climate Action Marlborough uh, and getting you guys involved in so many different, different levels with this being just one of those. Um, so tell us, what does being a good ancestor mean to you? Um, I think I've touched on this a little already, but um, I guess the main thing is leaving behind a world that is better than what we currently have. It. It's definitely um, in a state that we need to improve it, but um, leaving a legacy behind that we can be proud of rather than look back and going, oh, we could have done better and uh, almost that shame of, oh, we, we definitely could have done better. So, um, yeah, looking after what we have, um, respecting it and then teaching that respect um, that then gets passed on to the next generation. I've noticed in my work um, a lot of the problems that we're currently having is just stemmed from what everyone grows up feeling and thinking is normal and it's then stopping and realizing well actually yes it might feel normal because we've just done it day to day from day one but that doesn't make it right so um like plastic for example all of a sudden you know we i grew up in a generation where plastic was the norm no one really thought twice about it and now we're realizing just how bad that is and how going back to the way good old days, the way it used to be, the glass bottles and return schemes and all that, the, the things that we used to do decades ago and we're going back to that. Um, so, yeah, making sure that we're teaching that respect and reflecting on it and passing a better on a, a better future on for the next generation. I love it. Um, so something that I read word for word was the Marlborough Economic Wellbeing Strategy, which I just I just loved. Uh, and it's really focused on creating a thriving economy balanced with a flourishing environment and vibrant communities. What actions are you taking to achieve that through your work? Uh, probably our zero waste work within our community would uh, come to mind, um, especially working with large scale businesses to decrease their impact on, on a company wide scale. Um, we are definitely um, trying to 
I think as a small organisation, we're now starting to try and think bigger picture. So how can we have a bigger impact? So we've established ourselves in the community. Now people are getting to know us. We're building trust and relationships. So how can we then drive that forward to have a bigger impact on a much larger scale? So making sure we're not thinking too small. Um, We are currently attempting to establish a community garden in Picton that has had its um, hurdles, as with any project. Um, But it's definitely something that has had a lot of... um, support and uh, would definitely help a lot of people within our community, especially these days with growing costs and making ourselves more sustainable and self-reliant. We're definitely working within the space of educating and working with our youth. Um, So not just uh, the youngsters, but we are wanting to expand into um, the the teens, so our youth as well as um, young adults. And um, we try and include all members of our communities in absolutely everything that we do. So it's very family friendly. Um, we do everything from beach to town cleanups, um, all the way up to volunteering in our dishwashing trailer. Um, yeah, we're, we're just trying to, as a grassroots organisation, um, we're definitely trying to um, not just awaken people to what could be done better, and educating but um yeah just showing that anyone can get involved and um and make a difference and so what's your vision for the community of marlborough our vision as an organization is definitely very close to my own and i did touch on this um initially but our vision is a community focused on sustainability working together to enhance and protect the environment that we call home um and i'd love to see a marlborough where everyone is looked after um so we're looking after each other long-term health our well-being um and that really we're realizing more and more just how much those social implications are very closely linked to the environmental work that we do um so we'd love to set up a curtain bank we'd love to have a time bank we would um love to set up a a bike hub you know all all these things that are definitely on on our radar um that will benefit our, our community as a whole so not just the environmental perspective but the social side of things as well um our environmental goals are definitely integrally linked in that way and we're learning just how important that is um to look after after our people first and foremost and that will then in turn look after our beautiful natural world as well. And finally Ailey what are three actions that our listeners can take from this discussion to embed into their world? Um, Every little effort counts. Um, I know it can be really overwhelming um, just especially the volume of information that's available to us in our fingertips. And it can be really easy to feel a bit of despair and, oh, but what can I do? I'm only one person. I can't make a difference. But if every little bit, one or every one of us uh, attempts to just even make those small changes and if all of us are doing that collectively, that is going to make a massive difference. Um, So... Yeah, like like I said earlier, uh, we don't need a handful of people doing things perfectly. We just need all of us doing it imperfectly and that's going to make those changes. Um, Also, give yourself a break. (laughs) Don't take the entire world's problems on your own. Um, This is a collective um, and community-wide. It's a national-wide. It's a a global issue. Um, But it's definitely something that 
you one person or you feel like you shouldn't have to shoulder that on your own and as an organization we're really keen to show that you know we're working together as a team to make those changes we're very conscious that eco-anxiety is a very real thing especially for our young uh, younger generation and there are people like us everywhere that want to make a difference and it's about us all getting together supporting each other um and um yeah looking after each other uh to to help make those changes and um, there's something that I read recently that really um, touched me and that was think local and the impact is global. So find something that resonates with you that you can make a difference. So something in your own backyard where you can actually make a change, um, volunteer, pick up some rubbish, get involved in a group like ours that's doing something. And there's a lot of groups out there, even locally, no matter where you are, um, that are doing some amazing things. And by sharing that load and making a big impact together, we can really make some changes. Amazing. So many wonderful actions. Thank you so much, Ailey, for sharing your world and your wisdom with entrepreneurial women with purpose. Thank you for having me. This podcast is proudly supported by Yearlands Estate Winery. Yearlands lead the world in sustainable wine production. We're the first winery in the world to be Toitu Carbon Zero certified from inception. Use great prunings to heat water, miniature sheep to reduce mowing, and one of the largest solar arrays in New Zealand. With a rigorous biodiversity plan in action, Yearlands are on a mission to plant 1 million native trees and become an eco-sourcing hub for the region. We are grateful for the support of Yearlands to celebrate these women in our wonderful community of entrepreneurial women with purpose.